Um, welcome back to I Wish I Was Dead podcast. Um, we are continuing our comedy series. Uh, today, we have the very talented Mr. Aaron Hernandez in Denver, Colorado, local comic. Um, thank you very much for being here, Aaron. We yeah. really appreciate you taking the time. I know um, everybody's busy, and for you to sit here and, and talk with us, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Um, so, you've been... How long have you been in Denver? Uh, I've been in Denver for over just over a year now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Where are you from originally? Seattle. Oh, really? I love Seattle. Oh, it's such a beautiful city. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I miss it a lot. But Dude. Denver's been good. So, yeah. How do you like um, with the no rain? Uh, I mean, it's something you get used to. It's something you kind of miss. Like, it's still home to me. So, like, yeah. you know, I kind of miss having a little rainy day just in the middle of it. Yeah, you hear all these Coloradans bitching about Seattle, like, raining all the time and everything, and you're like, well, everybody that lives there likes it. <laughs> I haven't heard a Coloradan not bitch, so... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. Like, We're whiny people. <laughs> I, I'm born and raised from Conifer, Colorado, so the, the mountains. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we are a bitchy people, you know? You know, they just have the perfect city, I guess. Everything else seems wrong i don't know i'm trying to find a positive way to think about it uh. it's, it's, it's like nobody in denver ever travels anywhere you know <laughs> like yeah. have you ever heard of paris france <laughs> and they're like all oh, the french are assholes and you're like hey, geez, of course they are <laughs> why is the bread so hard i don't like it yeah the bread's so hard it's not even white no oh. you're like what are you racist <laughs> Awesome. So, how long have you been in comedy? Uh, yeah, I've been doing that for over a year now. Over a year? And yeah. I, yeah, I asked you that. Um, so, did you start in Denver or Seattle? I started in Denver. Okay. Um, yeah, I got into comedy like everyone else. I lost my job. I had nothing else to do. So, uh, oh I was just like a one of those times where you're not doing anything with your life. So, you think, you know, might as well talk into a microphone. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Like, how long did it, like, the comedy take off? How long did it take you before you were like, oh, wow, I got this set down, I got to stride down, you know? Yeah, I don't even think it's, like, I'm there yet. You know, I still have enough to be on a show and stuff. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of your first year is finding your voice and kind of figuring right, it out. Right, Um, And I mean, you know... It's um, really hard, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I... I live by the Alabama Shakes rule. It can take uh, 10 years before you release your first album, just as long yeah. as you're working on it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's it, it's uh, creativity. It's an artistic process. You know, you're, Leonardo da Vinci didn't paint his first amazing piece of artwork, you know, yeah. on the first try. So yeah. you got to yeah. keep coming back. And I mean, that's that's pretty admirable. I mean, how many open mics do you usually do, like per month or per week? or? Uh, per week. I mean, I could be at five, five to seven, you know, one oh, a day wow. sometimes. Um, just depends on what I've got going on or what jokes I'm working on at the moment. Um, What's your favorite open mic you go to? Ooh, my favorite one. There's so many fun ones. They're all very different. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I've been going, like, uh, Tandem Bar has a really fun one because it, like, you'll notice co comedians typically sit in the back. Tandem has, like, a ton of... It's separated so much that all the audience is just right up front, and so you don't have to like compete with wondering which person's a comic, which one's an audience. Right. Um, it can be light. It can be fun. It can be crazy good. I've seen, but then like 
I also love going to like uh, some of the later night ones, like Lions Lair, Streets of London. Yeah. Um, just working in front of a drunk audience, seeing what lands, telling, you know, different material here and there. So yeah. Every place has its like pros and cons, but yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So well, what are you like right now? You said you're still kind of working through the kinks and stuff. What What are you kind of focusing on? With your comedy, like what kind of topic are, are you seeing that's kind of a reoccurring theme that you, that keeps coming around? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I'm gay, so... <laughs> well, that's great, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I talk about that a lot, you know, mostly just, like, everyone's talking about their dick, I figure I could talk about everyone else's. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's really how... <laughs> that's a lot of it. Uh, I've been a lot of Denver on... dick out there. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so much Denver dick. Yeah. I <laughs> have yet to run dry, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> You just keep yanking and yanking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then other than that, I was uh, I went to Bible college, so I've been trying to bring in some more of that material. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. I went to uh, Christian high school. Oh, no way. Where'd you go? Faith Christian. Faith Christian. Okay. So yeah. super evangelical, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Like the speaking in tongues, crying, and uh, doing worship every freaking day, praying before every single class. I'm like, you know, I think God's getting a little sick of us right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got more to do than us praying about, you know, getting the right fucking car that I want or having enough money to pay for a, you know, oil change. There's starving yeah. children in China for fuck's sake. You right, know? right. That's why you speak in tongues. You let him interpret your prayer. Request, exactly. You know? There's no need. I'll see you know. Yeah, to figure you it out. It, it was like an elective, you know. <laughs> Speaking in tongues. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. But... You started out with and then you start adding the clicks like little. <laughs> we just mumble. Uh, oh yes. Oh, you we do were... know the tongues. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, do you still consider yourself like a, a pretty religious person? Or no, I mean, I don't like. I never had like an antithetical experience. Like, I wasn't one of those guys who came out like atheist and yeah. He just was like fuck the Christians. Um, yeah. I my experience had more to do with me coming out than it did like losing faith or anything right um i wouldn't consider myself christian but i don't really that's an important thing that you like brought up though because there are a lot of people that when they do come out they go a total opposite direction from where they came from and it's like and it's almost like this hatred towards it and not everybody in that is religious is a bad person yeah um but at the same time it's there's a lot of aspects to religion where you're just like, oh my God, mind your own fucking business. You know, who I, gives well, a shit? <laughs> yeah, and like being like being super evangelical, you can okay. probably, you know, it's all about being in each other's business. Yeah. You can't escape yeah. it. And so, um, like then I studied the, I actually studied it. Like I, I did too. Yeah. When people say I read it, I'm like, no, I wrote commentaries on this for fun. You right. Know, that's outside of the classroom. I'm sitting right. there at my computer just like, I wonder what this says about, you know. Um, well, and the whole gay thing too, I don't feel like it's mentioned enough in the Bible for the the huge crazy stigma that the Christians have towards it. You're like, I, I mean, if it's like murder, if it's like adultery, if it's something like that, that's mentioned quite a bit. And then like the Sodom and Gomorrah story, we got that. Yeah. And then you got Paul and like Romans or something. I think yeah. he brings it up. And first of all, Paul, weren't you killing Christians before you <laughs> became one? Like. Well, the way, like, the way I talk about it is, like, the only time Jesus condemned anyone to hell was for not helping the poor. Right. And right now you'll see Christians hoard their wealth and shame their gay son. You know, like, it's... Yeah. You're still going to hell, but it's 
because you're not helping. It has nothing to do with your gay son. Yeah. But yeah, you're definitely going to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, that, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so you said that um, like you're you're doing Uber now. You're, you drive yeah, for Uber. Yeah, I drive Uber. Do you have any crazy stories from passengers in the Uber? Honestly, no. I'm so... I'm so antisocial. Like, the weirdest thing that happened is someone's making small talk with me in the car. Yeah. And I hate small talk. And she's like, <laughs> where are you from? Seattle. And she's like, what's the difference between here and Seattle? And I was like, ah, well, you know, people don't really believe in small talk out in Seattle. <laughs> and her response was, oh, man, wouldn't that be a dream? And then she goes, well, how was the weather? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, that's small talk right there. Like, let's talk about realizing your dreams yeah. you can do it like, yeah, yeah that's awesome you can yeah. <laughs> um we were just talking earlier about how um people in Denver just like love to bitch about everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's so funny that you brought that up because it's definitely the truth you know it, I, I'm just like now kind of putting my like finger on it yeah I'm just like and, and it's usually like so in Denver, every day, or every, like, at, like, clockwork around noon to five, there's a quick cloud cover that comes through. Yeah. And I've been here for a year, but I have already noticed the pattern of it. Like, I notice that it happens. Yeah. And so to me, when it happens, I'm like, oh, it's just reminding me that it's the afternoon. I should probably either eat something or right. get out of bed by now, you know? And, uh... But even still, when I'm in the car, someone hops in, oh, where'd the, where'd the, where'd the nice weather go? And I was like... Where it goes every day. I don't know. Like, what, what do you want? <laughs> is, your, is your life that menial that you're worrying about how the cloud cover is at 2 p.m. on a fucking Saturday, dude? I feel like yeah. the worst part is my life is so menial that I'm worried about the people who are worried <laughs> yeah. about the cloud cover. Touche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I've noticed that too. I lived in Atlanta for a year. And then I moved back. And first of all, Atlanta, no offense to people in Atlanta, but, um, you know, that Southern charm thing when you're in a big city in the South, it kind of just goes away, you mm -hmm. know? And so I got the bless your hearts a lot. And the, But it took me a while to realize that that's not a compliment. That's not a compliment. No, it's no, not a good thing. No. And I was just like, well, everyone down here is really religious. No, I was just being an awkward son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, so, um. Your coming out story, you said you went to Bible college, right? I did go to Bible college. And did you come out while you were at Bible college? No, I started having, well, uh, I, I guess I've been trying to work on this for a while, uh, talking about the Bible college side of it. Yeah. Um, because I, I wouldn't say, like, I was so indoctrinated before I went to college that I thought that, like, I was just straight or that like I wouldn't end up with a woman or like I would just be single for the rest of my life right be, you know and uh things like that that when I finally got to college I'm still like holding it in but then like lo and behold I mean surprise surprise 18 year old Christian men who've never had sex are just down to show you their dick like I <laughs> I think it was like my first day in bible college like I'm just like sitting around this man who I find very attractive and someone just looks at me and he's like, Hey Aaron, have you seen uh, Johnny's balls? And I was like, Johnny's balls. And I, was, I just like look over and he pulls his pants down just with no hesitation, just pulls them down. Yeah. And there's a pair of balls and a dick in front of my face. And I'm like, <laughs> I, 
don't know if I should come out right. Like, yeah. what do I need to tell you? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Now. This is more uncomfortable for you than it is me. Yeah. You don't know why. Um, yeah. No, that, that's very funny that you said that because the, the the people that go to, like when I was, I went to the high school and the kids and stuff that are in the high school, they're very sheltered people. They yeah. their, their parents didn't really open them or give them any kind of tools and in order to how to deal with everyday situations that happen in the world. Mm. Luckily, I did, I came from a very... We weren't a religious family at all. I mean, really? my, my parents would try to do the Sunday church thing every once in a while, but we would moan and scream so much as kids to go that they eventually stopped. That's really cool. Um, and then they tried to, to pull the whole Christian thing, you know, years down the road, but it would always pop up and then it would go away for a while. That's so, really, see, that's yeah. the... My parents were kind of that way too. Yeah. But I was just... Because um, you were in the school, so you are surrounded by it all the time. So by the t- like, yeah, by yeah. the time I got to Bible college. But high school, middle school, they weren't, like, super religious. Yeah. I wanted to go to heaven. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, like, really thought church was where I needed to be. And so yeah. it was purely my decision to shelter myself. Like... Yeah. I didn't even know kids were having sex until probably last year. Oh. <laughs> like, I had no idea 16-year-olds had sex. I yeah. was just like, well, they're just kissing, you know? They're just talking to oh, each no. other. Why are they... No, they're doing it under, like, the rafters. They're, they're sneaking yeah. into the closets. Well, I thought they were... Like, I at least thought they were, like, smoking cigarettes. I didn't even think they were smoking weed at the time. <laughs> well, there should be a progression. I mean, you start with the smokes, <laughs> then the weed, and while you're high, just boink the chick. You know what Aww. I mean? So that's how it should go. I mean, at least, like... Like, that's a proper high school setup. You romanced her in that sense. Like, you brought her drugs, you took yeah. care of her. You know, it's called being a gentleman, you. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so, uh, do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, I just watched this season. This is the first season I've watched. Have you gone back to any of those seasons? No, I haven't. Okay, you need to do four, you need to do five. Six is pretty good. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, do you know Jinx? Jinx? Oh, no, not oh, really. Okay. No. Oh. I don't. I, I mean, I've seen her perform a lot, and I've given her plenty of singles. <laughs> but I don't know her. Um, we, uh, when we first met, I didn't even watch it at all. Like, I, really? I was actually anti it, because, um... Because I think at the time, I was just kind of like, whatever. And then um, drag queens like were annoying to me because I'd go out and they'd be all over me. I'm like, look, I just, I'm going to have to have a drink and a burger and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Get off me. You know, those aren't even real yeah. tits you got on my head. Um, <laughs> those are your fat folds you're slapping with me on your head. But um, after we met, he brought it, uh, like he showed me it and... I became the biggest fanatic. Like, I love that show. It's it is so wild. good. Yeah. And it's weird how it takes, like, well, for me, at least, because I grew up, like, there's still latent, like, just ideas that I don't want to be too gay going on right, in my head. Right, right. Like, That's exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm not going to accept that part of the, the culture. Yeah, yeah. It, took, it took, like, a boy from being like, hey, let's watch this together. And right. Like, this is so fun. And then when you first start, you're like, Okay, I really like this, but I'm not going to tell anybody. And then you see, start seeing a couple, and then you're like whispering it to people yeah. that you know watch it. They're like, did you see the last night's episode? Yeah, we. Did. And they're like, why are you fucking whispering? Yeah, of course I watched it. No. It was great. I, by yeah. the end of this season, I'm like pounding on the table. The wigs. Exactly. The wig. I, yes. I was so mad at the wigs. I yeah. have no idea why, and I can't even regurgitate the drama right now. But For I just remember Ariel's wigs. Someone's wigs got stolen. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And then I found out they didn't pay for the, they were all bought by the show. And so it was basically just producers giving the wigs to people who oh, are still competing. I didn't know this. Yeah, because like they don't, I mean, they buy a lot. They buy and make a lot of their stuff. Yeah. But there's so much stuff there that's put there by the show. It's not like she just left her own personal wig. I don't know a single queen that would just leave a wig anywhere. That, that makes sense. That, so, yeah, when she left her wigs, it was just because they were the show. Well, in the reunion show, it was like she was making it so weird and like, oh, well, I was standing up for play. And I was like, what the? F- okay, yeah, who cares? Yeah. yeah. It, the, I mean, that's what I think now. But the producers did such a good job. I'm in the drama with them. I just can't, <laughs> can't get rid of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you think about Evie? Love Evie. We yeah. knew she was gonna win from the get go. Yeah, I kind of did too. Loved Evie. Yeah. Just like, well, and, and then she was so honest. That was another thing you could learn from watching it too. Is like she was she listened to what they said. She paid attention. She was focused, and then she got all this grief from ever all these delusional idiots. That she's like, well, the judges said this. You you didn't do well. <laughs> like, yes. I don't understand where this is coming from. Are you fucking was delusional? It, like you know, was it, uh, was it a who was it that was always in the bottom uh oh Ra- raja raja yeah. raja's like you know even if i have to stay in the bottom every week as long as i get to the end and evie's just like no that's yeah. not how this works she's like, an idiot she's yeah. like i want to be a ja- uh, lip sync assassin no you're you, it's too early yeah <laughs> like, no, you're yeah. gonna go fucking home yeah, yeah. and then the, talking about um evie smelling and all that stuff she was a bitch god so yeah um so yeah so, what are some things that you do that some might consider to be, like, awkward or strange? Um, <laughs> I feel like every... I, I'm just awkward. I feel like my... But, like, my most awkward time was definitely being closeted in Bible college. <laughs> like, especially just living in the dorms. That's gotta be, like... Um, I don't like it. It's oh, you so, lived in the dorm, so you had to share bathrooms and stuff too. Yeah, you? yeah. Did and they have like the whole like locker room shower no, style? It was just two stalls. Locker like it rooms. wasn't like anything. But then like people wondering why you don't want to like step out real quick or whatever. I remember, oh yeah. Uh, this was a, a rumor would go around. Uh, well, it was in Bible camp. Uh, like this was still high school, I guess. Yeah. Um. We would shower together, and we did have the big the big showers, but I would always go in last. Yeah. And uh, then someone caught me going in, and a rumor went around that I had a huge dick. Um, not to, like, not to solely this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're explicit, and I, no, this is, there's no hold for oh, okay, us. Okay, okay. And yeah. by the way, if you're a hater or a troll or something offends you, please comment so we can make fun of your, like, sensitive ass. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just come suck my big dick. Fuck you. Yeah. There you oh, go. No. That's exactly. <laughs> See, now you're good. <laughs> by the way, Aaron's phone number, he is single. Are you single? No, I'm not. He's single. not single. Never yeah, mind. Scratch don't, that. Don't call me. Don't call. Don't, call yeah. Aaron and ask about the weather. You'll see a landscape on Grinder. Just ask for my dick pic. <laughs> landscape on Grinder. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this rumor ran around that I had this huge dick, and uh, I don't. I, I I don't. I'm not ashamed by it. Like, I've never. People, I mean, you could have gone along with the rumor, though. I I don't. But was everyone like, like trying to look then? No, it was like I didn't even know about this rumor that yeah. went around. Like it had stuck with me for ten, not ten years, because hasn't been that long but like five or six years and then i'm around some camp friends and um 
they were just like, I, we were talking about weird things, and I was like, who's got a big dick? You know, who's who who did who talked about that? And they all just looked at me, and they're like, you? And I was like, what? No, I don't. Like, it's like like it's, I I don't care about it. It's a it's average, like aggressively yeah. average. Yeah. But then they were all just like, well, well, like we saw you in the shower. Who's like hanging? And I was like. Oh, that's because I saw you in the shower. That's oh, yeah, I was just sitting the whole time. Like I was like, yeah, no, it's still just a yeah average, yeah, as average as it gets. Well, you know, and there's like a misconception I think for the size of someone's you know, schlong. Um, I think if it's everybody thinks that the 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 bigger the better kind of thing. yeah, but in my in my experience or whatever i mean anything bigger than than what it's supposed to be i don't don't, wouldn't it be a problem i mean you can't wear gray sweatpants yeah your shorts have to be a certain length i haven't seen a big dick man avoid gray sweatpants well here's the thing about gray sweatpants too what guys why are you wearing gray sweatpants to the airport to get on a plane with nothing underneath it i mean it's so blatantly obvious but on the other hand Keep wearing gray sweatpants. Oh, well, Aaron wants you to keep wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get older, you're just like, dude. <laughs> I've seen it. It's called decorum. <laughs> Have a little bit of shame. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 27. 27, okay. Yeah. How about you guys? How about I'm you? 37. 37. So okay. in 10 years, you're going to yeah. be off the gray sweatpants train. Just FYI. Well, maybe not. <laughs> a good, I like. I just think everything's neat. You know, like, I don't lust over it. Like, it doesn't turn me on to see a nice penis. (laughs) Um, I just think they're fun. You know, they're all all different shapes and sizes. And, um... (laughs) This is great. I love... I mean, a show about awkward situations. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should I don't get awkward. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Just happily talk about my fascination toward it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. It's great. So, what was I going to say? Um, so, you, how many nights a week are you going to open mics? Oh, uh, yeah, about seven or so. Or you go every I, As much as seven. Do you host an open mic? Not yet, no. Is that um, what are you wanting to do, though? I don't know. Still just a year in, so there's like there's a lot of open mics in that city. Yeah. Um, like, and there's a lot of open mics hosted by newer people as well. And I don't think it's as necessary for my career to like get something off the ground. You know, maybe if like maybe if there was an opportunity to host something that would support queer comedy. Yeah, I would be into that, but have um, you gone to any of the bars to ask, like Triangle, X Bar, or anything like that? Um, we we've looked at a couple new ones or a newer one, mm-hmm. and so we still have to go talk to them and like get some stuff set up. Yeah, but we're not really sure how far we want to go down that hole yet. Yeah, because it's it's just it's it's a lot of work. It's not it's not a lot of work. That's the <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's just... It's but it a, is a commitment, you know? So It's a commitment, and then, like, you've got to be worried about, like, either having enough comics or having appropriate comics for a gay bar or anything like that. Right. Um, 
getting an audience there, which audiences don't like yeah. open mics as much as, you know, an actual show or something. Right. So it's just a lot of work. I don't think I would want to start one for a very, unless I needed a consistent, like, hundred bucks a week. Yeah. But I don't feel like I do pay. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you said that um, you're kind of introverted, like you're kind of... I am, so yeah. You, and a lot of comics are introverts, you know? I, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, most of the people that you see on stage are there because it's easier to talk to 500 people at once than like three people trying to talk to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I I very much like to be alone. Oh yeah, it's so fun. It's good. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, well, you're just answering my question because you said it's easier to talk to 500 people than to have to have the conversation with 300. Well, with three, yeah, three, yeah. Well, three or three, like, three people, just three. Yeah, like that'd I, be a loud room. With 300 people 300 all people, talking at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah it's just a. Saturday night, I think. Right. <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> How long have you been with your boyfriend? Uh, it's been about four or five months now. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he do comedy too? or? No, but he saw me at a show. Or at least I like to say he saw me at a show. He claims he saw me, but that's not why we were to... I, I got a chuckle fucker. That's all I'm proud of. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot for gay men or women. Yeah. But I did it. You know? I got <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, um, is there anything that you would like to promote? Do you have any, like, media or anything like that online or webpage or anything? Uh, you can always check me out on Insta- Facebook, Instagram. Aaron okay. Michael 726 Okay. On all of the platforms. Very um, cool. And I post, like, shows and stuff there, but... Uh, like this month, I've got. Or when does this come out? Um, this will probably be Friday next week. Oh, next week. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, you can check us out at Triangle on June fifteenth. Uh, huge pride show going on. Are you you're gonna be in that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. It'll be a good one, and then we'll see everything else on when you look me up. And I would say Google me, but you can't. I football player ruin that for me it's a, yes yeah that's so fun now that's awkward ever yeah i mean kind of but i don't know why well you know what's funny too <laughs> is like he was gay too well he wasn't I think out. That's he true. Wasn't, of course he was gay okay. yes like okay. <laughs> you don't just kill your girlfriend something or rather because you're straight like you're usually happy about that time yeah. he had cte and just didn't want to come out yeah and so he killed someone we've all been there like it happens <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. And then, I'm sure, like, if it was a suicide, I murdered probably, but yeah. if it was a suicide, people in prison just found out he was gay, and it was like, I can't live like this anymore with people. That's ridiculous, yeah. Attacked. Well, I, did you watch the stuff on it? Did you see, like, the, there was a special, I think, Oxygen. Did. Oh, no, every straight man has told me about it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I hear it all It's like the their time. number one topic. Yeah, to talk to me about especially. Like, whoa, did you know your name? Is I was like, yes, I've been Googling myself since I was 12. Yeah, I know. thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Graduate yeah. populations, look at yeah. you. You can connect dots. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, um, do you have any straight guys that will come up to you and give you, um, or, or say like weird shit to you <laughs> because of the whole, like, you, you do the gay comic. Gay comedy, yeah. Yeah, gay comedy. No, I mean, 
of course people say weird straight people say weird things they just always say weird things right. like I don't know people will be like I don't think that like joke about your dick is very good and it's like well how is it different than the joke about your dick you know yeah, the only right. difference is my dick touches another dick like that's <laughs> the, you know like and there's those things that happen all, yeah. all the time and that's just part of comedy in general right like, you know, the only person, or, you know, the best advice you'll get is probably from someone who's been doing it for six months. They've got the world to tell right. about your act. So I just ignore the straight people. The weirdest thing, like, I did, the weirdest one that I had was this couple came up to me after a show. And this is how I knew I bombed pretty hard because they said, uh, we appreciated your set. And I don't know what there is to it like i mean i'm sure you appreciated it yeah like why not just say good set what did what did you wait were, was this a ted talk did i just give a ted talk like, <laughs> what am i doing here you know what did i tell you and uh i don't remember what jokes i said at that show even but like those are the weirdest things like people are so proud of you for getting up there like yeah like that's that's a lot to talk about your sexuality you're so brave yeah you're yeah, so yeah. courageous yeah it takes a lot of guts and you're like it's just who i am i mean you're just like saying me taking one foot in front of the other no i had deal. like yeah. five shots the first time i got on stage like it takes a lot of alcohol and then <laughs> you realize it's a lot easier from there yeah like, it gets it gets super i mean what what would you say like do you remember your best set that you've ever done so far where you're just like, holy shit, that's going to make me come back for more and more? Um, like, I, I've had good sets at shows here and there, like where mm -hmm. you just crush. Yeah. That's but awesome. I always feel like, I always think at those times, I'm like, maybe this is a good time to go out. You know, go out on top, right? Like, right. Just like, it's been a year, I had a good set, let's not let any more disappointment come through. Because, uh, like, it's more the bombing that hurts the most. Like, when you're... Even if it is just an open mic and you're in the middle of nowhere, like, yeah. there's no one in the room. Like, there's no one to laugh at you and you still get no laughs. I don't know why. That just hurts. It's yeah. always going to hurt. And so... Yeah, that's funny that you say that because Katie and I have actually talked about that and pretty in depth because Katie's done a lot of open mics and stuff as well. Uh-huh. And she... Like, m but the most people that she's talked to that are, like, you know, seasoned and they, they got their their groove going and they got their set where it's actually does get a lot. Yeah. They always say, just don't stop because you got to do it. Keep bombing until you get better. Yeah. And so and it, it kind of builds like that, that really thick kind of, you know, thick skin kind thick of feeling. Skin, yeah. yeah. It, it does kind of get that way. I mean, just keep listening to yourself. Keep learning what, like you'll be able to tell yourself before anyone can what went wrong. Unless yeah. you're, crazy delusional or you just don't want to hear it but right. like if you want to get there like you just got to keep going and yeah, there, yeah, there it is again just like you got to be out you know don't let a bad set ruin you and you're still doing it seven nights a week right you're still doing that yeah more like five i take breaks five. here and there i i've been taking a little bit more breaks now just because i'm tired and Right. You can't drink as much. Because <laughs> yeah. it starts affecting the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's cool, man. Like, yeah, I mean, from what we've heard, just keep doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. I mean, and you're doing it so much that it'll happen sooner than later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I Like, the other thing is it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter how long, I don't know. What I keep saying, like, when I skip stuff or when I'm not there is, like, it's not like 
you're going to be, it's not like someone's going to be there on, from Comedy Central ready to put you on, you know. Right. Just because they saw you at an open mic. Like, there might be someone who's going to book a show that that show will then have people there. Right. Like, there's no reason to, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know, it's just a... Well, and if you keep up with your social media and if you get people while you're doing that oh, to yeah. video you and stuff, yeah. you can always send those out and stuff. Too. Yeah, definitely. So, is that the ultimate goal? Do you want to be on Comedy Central? Probably not. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I like what I do. I like... Um, <laughs> I just like what I do. And I like doing more of it. Like, yeah. even if it's just local shows or... Uh, I mean, everyone wants to be famous, right? Yeah. But I feel like I just want to keep enjoying... I just want to keep laughing at myself. You know, I don't yeah. want to walk off I don't know cause like when you start doing more time you just constantly listening to yourself over and over again really working on it and as long as I can keep laughing and enjoying who I am then I'll keep doing it you know and I'll keep doing more and that's, that's awesome it, yeah. yeah well keep it up Aaron yeah, yeah definitely we'll come out and and watch you one of these nights and yeah, yeah. definitely and I'll just do the, the loud obnoxious laugh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I heard there's all these comedians that I hear online and stuff. They're like, I just love my friends that show up and they just keep laughing at everything, even if it's not funny. Right. And I'm like, I'm totally that friend. I'm just so excited yes. you're up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we could probably just we'll wrap it up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So make sure you guys uh, follow Aaron on Instagram and Facebook. Say your ta- your handle uh, name again. Aaron Michael seven two six seven two six. And uh, thanks again for listening to I Wish I Was Dead, um, like we end every show. If you are thinking about suicide or you need help, please call 1-800-273-TALK. Um, this show is about awkwardness and comedy. This is not anything to support suicide. And you know, get help if you can. Uh, 1-800-273-TALK. It's been Neil Merritt uh, along with Aaron Hernandez. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.